0: Healthy self-care can renew our spirits and lift our souls and help us to become more resilient and strong in our everyday lives. You are listening to The Breakout Podcast. I am your host, coach, and biggest cheerleader, Jordan Hemsley, and it is my personal mission to help women develop confidence and determination to finally start living the life they've been dreaming of. In this podcast, you will learn how to control your inner power and use that to propel yourself forward, create the life you want, and shatter the box you've been living in. So sit back, relax, and get ready to break out. Hey, Jordan Hemsley here. Welcome to the first episode of the Breakout Podcast. First, I just want to say congratulations. Just for listening to this podcast, you are taking that very first step to building and being the person you know you can be. It's really not that easy to realize that you need to make a change in your life, and if you are listening to this, there is at least one thing that you are not feeling satisfied with in your life, whether that's your relationship, your job, how you are parenting, what friends you have, or just any of the other million things we as women deal with on a daily basis. But the point is, you are here. And you are willing to try something different to bring harmony and peace into your life. And I am so thrilled and so honored to have you taking this journey with me. Please know that I am your biggest supporter and your biggest cheerleader. And I will be there with you, for you, every single step of the way. And if you aren't yet, make sure that you request to join my private Facebook group. It is called Break Out Your Soul. It is a free community. It's really like a family in there where you can come and ask questions. You'll be inspired and supported, and you can truly just be yourself in there. And I'll include a link to the group in the show notes. But seriously, just come and have fun with us in there. It is always a great time. So to kick off this podcast, I really want to introduce you guys to something that is very well known, but not very well understood. And that concept is self-care. And when thinking about self-care, we all usually think that it is something that we do after a long, stressful week, or in some cases, a long month. And we think of things like a hot bath, a massage, go getting a mani-pedi, or just something that we do for ourselves. And while those things are really wonderful, and we should definitely participate in those things Very regularly, I am here to tell you that that is not self care. Self care should not be something that we use as a type of quote unquote emergency response plan. So for example, when you say to yourself at the end of a week, Oh crap, this week has been so hard. I need to take some time for me. We are reacting to the horrible week that we had when we say things like that and that is forcing us to take a step back. And we never want to go backwards. We should always be going forward. So we need to be responding with a proactive attitude to self-care, not a reactive attitude. So that just means we need to have a plan in place so that we are always prepared for those more unpleasant weeks because they will come and they will come in full force. And we also need to realize that self-care is not selfish. And when we make time and we make a plan for self-care, I've heard so many people talking about how, oh, this is gonna be so bad for my family. I don't have time for that. I have to take care of other people. And I just feel like it's the biggest bunch of bull ever. I kind of like to think of it this way. So if someone called you and said that they have run out of gas on the side of the road and they needed you to come bring them a tank of gas or come help them, And you are obviously, hopefully, more than willing to go and help them. So you go and you grab your keys, you open your garage, and you hop into your car. And as you turn the key in the ignition, you realize that your gas tank is empty and your car won't start. So just like you need to fill your gas tank in your car, you need to fill your own tank in your life. And I like to call this my happy soul tank because when it is full, I am happy. And when you feel full and you feel fulfilled, that was kind of a tongue twister, <laughs> it is so much easier to go out and help others fill their tanks. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. So no, taking time for your self-care is not selfish. It is is necessary. It is a necessity in your life. Healthy self-care can renew our spirits and lift our souls and help us to become more resilient and strong in our everyday lives. And (laughs) heaven knows we need all the help we can get, or at least I do. So I have developed these three basic ingredients for you called the ABCs of self-care. To help you plan and prepare so that your tank is full all of the time. So that when you run into those days or weeks that feel so draining to you, that you will already be prepared and ready to combat those weeks with the self care you have already taken the time for. It's kind of a brilliant concept, if you ask me. (laughs) But so let's just dive right in. So A is for awareness and This needs to come before anything else. You need to be aware of what is going on. So awareness is the stillness that we need to fully assess ourselves and our needs by quieting our busy lives and entering into a space of solitude where we can develop an awareness of who we are and what we need specifically. Too often, uh, we find ourselves jumping into some kind of action without really understanding what our mind and our body are really telling us. And then we come out on the other side of this action wondering why the heck we feel more burdened than we do relieved. So if self-awareness is really so important, why isn't it something that everyone is or does? Why doesn't everyone become self-aware? Doesn't make sense, right? But it really is because It is so hard for someone to learn, and I'm going to give you a few things that I do to become more self-aware, but I can't climb into your mind and force this on you. Since every single person's perception of the world is so different, you can't just use one person's opinion or my opinion to compare how you think you should show up and how you should actually show up. So after listening to this episode, I encourage you to do some more research on self-awareness and look up some other techniques that you can use to help become more aware of yourself and your surroundings. Cool? Okay, so some of the specific things that I do are first, meditating. So meditating is really So great for a lot of different things, especially awareness. But it definitely takes some patience and lots and lots of practice. So don't expect to do one five minute session of meditating and think that you have it all figured out because that is not going to happen. Meditation is an ongoing process. So I suggest starting with some guided meditations and you can find those on YouTube or Spotify or you can just Google it. They are literally everywhere. And then just work up to doing meditation on your own. Right now, I use an app that is called Headspace. And other times, I like to just sit in the quiet and let thoughts flow through me. But that definitely took me a long time to get to. So the second thing that I do is journaling, and this is so, so powerful for me because I will do regular what I call brain dumps and just write out every single thing that comes to my mind, whether it's business, personal, relationship, whether I need to complain about something if I have ideas flowing through me, just whatever comes up during this brain dump, I write it all down. And this really helps me because I get in my head a lot and I start thinking of one thing after another and it kind of like all snowballs and then all of a sudden I'm thinking of a million different things. And if you're anything like me, I promise brain dumps are so helpful to just get it all out. And So while I'm going through this process of just letting everything flow, letting everything out on a piece of paper, it usually leads to some path or down some hole to something deeper than I knew I needed. So let me just give you like a vague example. So the other day I came across this thing that I knew I loved, but I couldn't pinpoint the reasons as to why I loved this thing. So I took a few minutes and I kept asking myself, what do I love about this? What is it about this thing that makes me happy? And notice, first of all, that I didn't use the word why. Now, why isn't really a bad question, but I have found that asking why doesn't usually get to the root of what I want to focus on. It tends to send us down a hole that leaves us contemplating this topic even more and eventually leads to some anxiety. So when you ask what, the word what gets your mind into a solution oriented mindset and digs deeper quicker so that we're not like mulling over this topic. So I ask myself those questions and I'm able to dig really deep and find the answers a lot faster. And things come up that I literally had no idea were really in there. And so meditation and journaling are my two big awareness exercises that help me see what's really going on in my head and what's going on around me. And It's so powerful and it's so funny to watch unfold. So I definitely want to hear about your journaling and meditating practices and how that works out for you. So when you jump into my Facebook group, make sure that you shoot me a message and let me know how it goes. But also being aware isn't just an internal act. It is also noticing what you are allowing into your space on the outside. So you attract what you put out. Sometimes you really need to check yourself and make sure that you are embodying what you want in your life. And if you are constantly surrounded by negative people and things, then you are most likely putting out negative vibrations. And we'll talk way more about vibrations and karma in coming episodes. But for now, just make sure you are living in a state of gratitude and positivity so that is what is reflected in your surroundings. And guys, it's okay to not be perfect. Not one of us is perfect. I still have bad negative thoughts and bad self-talk, but being self-aware is not going to stop us from making those mistakes. It just allows you to learn from them. It allows you to take that step away from the situation and really reflect on what is happening. Okay, B. B is for balance. So to really build a successful self-care regimen, you need to find the balance between action and mindfulness. And when we find this balance, it will guide our decisions about embracing or relinquishing certain activities, behaviors, or attitudes in our lives. So this just means that we're letting go of things that aren't serving us and then bringing things into our lives that build us up. So I want you to think of this like a wheel, Each spoke of the will is a different part of us. Things like our physical, our emotional, psychological, spiritual, and social aspects of our being. If one of those spokes on that will is shorter than the other, then the will will not roll in a circular motion like it's supposed to and we will not get anywhere. It will get stuck on the spoke that is not being taken care of and we will not be able to roll. So we need to balance the time we spend working, playing and resting. Finding the balance that works for you in this area is so key to everything. And yes, I know true balance can seem like an impossible task because I've been there. I get it. I know. And we are constantly changing and evolving. But as long as we recognize that our balance in life can and will be reorganized, then we can detach ourselves from the stress that comes from trying to find that perfect balance. And instead of always trying to find the perfect balance, we'll be able to listen to our inner selves and our bodies to see what we are lacking and what we need to feel balanced in that time. Now, Feeling balanced is different than actually spending equal amounts of time on the different aspects of our lives. Some days we may need a little extra physical activity, other days we might need more time with other people, and sometimes we might just need to jump in the bath by ourselves and relax. But the point is, your mind and your body knows what it needs. And as long as you know that finding the harmony between that work, play and rest is an ongoing process, you will always feel in tune and comfortable with the balance that you choose. Cool. So now it's one thing to talk about balance and it's another beast entirely to actually make time for a balanced life. And I know that we are also busy. I am busy and It is so hard to step away from things we think we need to get done in order to do things that we actually need to get done. So probably the simplest but hardest things that you can do to make this happen is to make a schedule and then stick to it. For example, every single day, I make sure I have scheduled time to read And I don't just read one book at a time. I know I am crazy and I like to read a bajillion different books at a time, but I read some kind of personal development book during the day. And that is my way of learning and growing and developing new skills. And then I read a fun fiction novel before I go to bed every single night. And that is kind of my release from the day. And then every once in a while, I'll pick up uh, some kind of second personal development book or a parenting book of some kind. And I just make sure that I have time for that every single day. Now that's not like a full schedule for the entire day, but I do schedule out that specific time for reading. Also, every Wednesday, my husband comes home from work a little early and I leave. I take the entire afternoon and evening. Sometimes it's like four or five hours. But I go, I have dinner by myself, I go to the temple, and I ponder, and I soak in the quietness, and I just be in those few hours that I have to myself. This is the only time all week that I take that much time for myself. But if I want to be a decent mom, or just like a decent human being, I know that I need that time. We have found that without that, I am a horrible person, not really, but you know, I'm just not as patient And loving and open. And so I know I need that time and so does my family. And so making time for that is so important. And again, it's not like a detailed schedule of what I have to do, but just scheduling out that time for myself is so important. And I don't just make time for myself. We have so many different aspects of things that we need in our lives. And I make sure that I'm spending time with my family because that's important to me and that makes me feel happy. And so I spend about 10 to 15 minutes of dedicated face-to-face time with each of my kids. In the morning, the day of, I decide when that time will be and I give them my undivided attention for those 10 to 15 minutes. And I do this with lots of different areas that I know need my attention in my life. So Sometimes I know that I need to spend a little extra time on work or I need to spend a little extra time talking to one of my family members or some friends. And in the morning, if I feel like that's what I need, I schedule that time. And guys, a few minutes a day really adds up. That 10 to 15 minutes means the world to some people. And it could mean everything for your business or for your family or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. It doesn't have to be this big, grand, five-hour extravaganza once a week. But just scheduling that little bit of time every day to things that really matter to you will make a huge difference. So just make sure that your spokes on your wheel are always measuring full length so that your will is constantly rolling the way that it needs to. Okay, so C is for connection. Healthy self-care does not take place solely within oneself. It involves being connected in meaningful ways. Like I said, sometimes I really need connection with my family and my friends. So sometimes we need that connection with others and to something bigger than us, something larger. We are interdependent social beings, meaning that we grow and thrive through connections that occur in our friendships, in our family, and social settings, out in nature, spiritual practices, in therapy, and in so many other ways. Our need to connect with people and other things is a fundamental need that we have, just like we need food and water. When we aren't connecting on a very personal level with others, we experience what we call loneliness. I know everyone has experienced this at one point in their lives. And if you haven't, you're lying. (laughs) But what we didn't know was that studies now are showing that loneliness triggers a lot of different things in our brain. But one of the more significant is the increase in cortisol. And if you aren't familiar with cortisol, it is referred to as the stress hormone because it is sometimes released when we experience stress. Now, yes, cortisol is necessary and we need it and it helps us regulate our body a little bit better. But increased levels of this hormone for any length of time is not good. It is not good for our minds and is not good for our bodies. High levels of cortisol have effects on us like weight gain, High blood pressure, mood swings like anxiety and depression, muscle weakness, and it can lower your sex drive, ladies, and we cannot be having that. And it can give you irregular periods. Periods are frustrating enough. We do not need them to become irregular and weird and random, okay? So let's not let cortisol get too high in our brains. Let's not be lonely, okay? But on the flip side of that, when we are actively engaged and we interact with other people, our bodies produce what is called oxytocin, which is sometimes called the love hormone. And when oxytocin is released, it produces endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine while actually reducing that cortisol hormone. Isn't that amazing? Our bodies are so cool. So I mean, I could go into endocrinology all day long, but just know that endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin are good. They are good for your body. They are what are known as happy chemicals. And increasing these happy chemicals in our bodies will raise our happiness and our self-love levels. A connection is an energy that exists between two people when they feel seen and heard Now, I know that we live in an age of technology, and that's wonderful and amazing, but when I say connect with other people, I don't mean sending them a GIF on Facebook Messenger. That is not being seen. I am talking about real face-to-face connection with another human being. So get out there, plan a mommy date, call your girlfriends from high school, and go to a movie. I don't care what you do, but get in front of someone you love being around and put your phone away. Laugh, have fun, and just enjoy your time with that person or persons, okay? So ladies, really, there is no exact formula for self-care. Each of us should have self-care plans that will be unique, and they will change over time. They will never stay the same. But as long as we remember our ABCs and stay aware, balanced, and connected, we will feel renewed in our lives and be able to more fully function and work through those seemingly impossible weeks and days. We should be listening to our body our heart, and our mind to find out what it is in our life that we need to feel more connected to our inner selves. And remember, self-care is not a luxury we give ourselves after a long week. It is a priority and a necessity we should take time for every single day. You want to show up as the best version of yourself and everything you do, not sloppy leftovers after being pulled apart from all the other things demanding your attention. And lastly, self-care is an ongoing, ever-changing process that you need to discover for yourself in order to reclaim your sanity and to really begin to live the life you've been dreaming of. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening to The Breakout Podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? Go subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You know I aim to help women break out of the boxes they've built for themselves and develop the confidence and the strength they need to build a life of pure joy. If you loved this episode, please go leave a rock star review so we can bring more women into this beautiful tribe and build them up to start living their most radiant life. As always, live with passion purpose, and a promise to always be true to who you are.